0: Menu Stories, a podcast where we get to know the stories about the people and restaurants behind the food we love. I'm your host, Rebecca Goberstein. Today we meet Chef Wilson Chan of Tsubasa Sushi. Tsubasa recently opened in the Hayes Valley neighborhood of San Francisco and, though it was off to a quiet start, has already been noticed by the likes of Michelin for standing out as an excellent sushi eatery. They recently tweeted how much they enjoyed the food. Chef Wilson, he prefers his first name, comes from humble beginnings in Hong Kong and only learned the art of sushi making through necessity after his family immigrated to San Francisco and he needed to leave school to bring in extra income. He returned to school and moved to Los Angeles as an adult in the hopes of becoming an animation artist, but had a hard time breaking into the industry. In the meantime, he continued working as a sushi chef under stern experts and realized he could apply his visual art and animation training to the craft of sushi with all of its colors and textures. In the first few minutes of the interview, you might hear some loud patrons who felt the need to stay at their table long after the restaurant closed for lunch. You'll hear Chef Wilson speak to his undying commitment to pleasing his customers, but unfortunately for us, that means hearing this noisy bunch in the background. Don't worry, they don't stay too long. Let's have a listen are here today at Subasa Sushi with mm-hmm. Chef Wilson Chan. Thank you for joining us today. So can you introduce yourself and share uh, your role and what brought you here today?
1: Uh, my name is Wilson. So I'm the head chef in charge of the menu, create the new dishes for Subasa.
0: In Subasa Sushi, how would you describe the restaurant in your own words?
1: In Subasa, we try to sell the most fresh fish, the fish is available for this season. So we try to let customers know there's so many different kinds of fish for sushi. We want them to enjoy, to, to eat the best in Tsubasa. Yeah.
0: And so I imagine there's different kinds of fish that are available at different seasons. Um, where do you actually source the fish from and, and how do the seasons affect what fish you're serving on the menu?
1: So basically we got the fish from Japan mostly some of the fish maybe from Canada maybe from New Zealand
0: So tell us a little bit about yourself where are you originally from and
1: what I you actually from Hong Kong I moved to here when w- when I was just 13 years old yeah
0: Here in San Francisco? Yeah. So how, what do you remember about growing up in Hong Kong and what kind of foods do you remember eating?
1: When I was young, I, in Hong Kong we are not like rich people, rich family. I grew up in like a lower class family, so sushi, it's just like too expensive to to eat in Hong Kong by that time so the only way I can eat sushi just went to the supermarket get the imitation crab, crab meat sushi and then we just eat and actually it's pretty good yeah I still remember they put some mayonnaise and uh, the imitation crab and then mixed with the rice together but by that time I don't think that call California well, yeah, they just call sushi. Yeah.
0: yeah. So how did you get into sushi then? Because obviously Hong Kong is not, um, you know, in Japan. Mm. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I imagine sushi is just like you said, a rare, rare treat just like it is, you know, here. But how did you get involved in um, in the art of sushi making?
1: So when I was about 20 years old, so I try to look for a part-time job. I uh, just want to get a job and some money. So I skipped school. So until when I was 20 years old, I think, oh, I should go back to get better ju- education. So my friend gave me a job like a sushi helper. Mm-hmm. So I just work making sushi roll. I don't, I, I call that sushi roll because the sushi is too simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just basically every day making California roll, spicy dinner Five years, seven years, almost same. Yeah. the same. The same rules.
0: Where were you working?
1: Many different places. Sometimes I help my friends, because five, five to seven years, I know a lot of sushi stuff in San Francisco. So, but uh, five years, I worked in Wasabi and Ginger until I, I got my associate degree in Fine Arts at Skylight College. So I was thinking maybe I should move to somewhere else. So I moved to Los Angeles for my bachelor degree in 2D and 3D animation major, and then I was full-time student, also full-time sushi chef.
0: What is it about arts and animation that made you want to study it?
1: I actually, when I grew up, I loved Disney. So at first, I really enjoy. Um, do the hand drawing. So you know, Disney at first was uh, 2D animation. Disney
0: cartoons and yeah, yeah. the hand drawn.
1: Yeah, when I moved to Los Angeles, at first I was thinking just go for 2D. Mm -hmm. But they have another option, I can study both. I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. I thought it's a good thing to learn more.
0: Yeah. So when did you decide to do Become a Sushi Chef full time? So, kind to of walk away from the animation career.
1: So in Los Angeles, when I start, I actually, w- whatever I bring my skill to Los Angeles is not going to work. Because I don't know how to make sushi rice. I don't know how to open oyster. I don't know how to uh, clean the mussels. Uh, so this many stuff happened. I don't know.
0: This is the level you were at when you got yeah. to Los Angeles. Okay.
1: So, you know, five years, seven years, yeah. I still like, I know nothing. After I moved to Los Angeles, so I worked with a lot of 60-65 years old uh, Japanese chefs. So they taught me what is sushi. Yeah. So it's like the youngest have to do the most. Mm-hmm. So you have to do everything. Mm-hmm. So first year, I was like, OK, um, just work hard. Because I just moved over there. I cannot give up and then come back. Yeah, I have to just finish my college just stay there two or three years. So first year, just, okay, keep going. And then uh, second year, I was like, ah, actually it's not good. Working with the head chef, they, uh, the, the Japanese head chef is really tough. They, are, they have no smile. <laughs> yeah, they don't smile at all. I still remember, yeah, always angry. Yeah. And then the third year, i become, I, I, I learn a lot and uh, already get close to them. At the end, when I moved back to here, they uh, actually they said I'm, I, I'm good at sushi, yeah. so I'm happy.
0: So you got their approval at the end yeah. of three or four years? Yeah,
1: really, really happy, and then I moved back. So of course, I look for animation job trust, but yeah, I, I think about one, one year, still nothing, mm-hmm. two years, nothing. Yeah. Until I, my friend, close friend, best friend, asked me to work with one of the Kaiseki chefs. So he used to work in Suji Sam. So there's a chef really, really good. So his name is Ken. We call him ken He actually quit Suji Sam and then went to Yusuki. <laughs> and then um, by that time, he was just new. In sushi, but also a head chef, so he need people. So I went there. I was like, I want to learn more. Actually, yeah. So I think from that time, I learned a lot. I think he is very important person in my life so far.
0: Why? What? What made him more important than so say the ones you trained under in Los Angeles?
1: Uh, in Los Angeles, it's different. In Los Angeles, just make same style, same as Bay Area. So during the sushi roll, as a Swedish chef, but under Kansan in Yusuke, I actually do in kitchen, so I learn a lot of cooking skill. It's traditional cooking skill with Kansan, yeah. So
0: um, So, so what are some examples of the kind of dishes you learned um, to cook and prepare? Yeah,
1: um, not about cook, but it's about everything have to follow the season, like spring, summer, fall, and winter, and then also uh, the taste very important, how to marinate the fish, how to marinate different way for the same ingredient, but depends the season.
0: So you can prepare different marinades with the same ingredients, just Mm. depending on the season. Yeah. That's fascinating. What are some examples of some dishes that are uh, different like
1: that? Eggplant. In summer, we're serving that cold. In winter, we actually, we use the eggplant. For yeah, like a hot dish. Also, have to work very carefully. Everything is not about the chef. It's not about the, the restaurant. Everything is only for customer. So that is the most important. That I really learned from him. Yeah, everything have to think about customer. Think first. When they finish one one item, just go for the next one. Don't give them same time so I think that is basic yeah but sometimes you know people will forget
0: make sure there's like a flow to when they get the Yeah. this is Rebecca Goberstein and you're listening to menu stories a podcast where we get to know the stories about the people and restaurants behind the food we love we'll be right back with chef Wilson Chan of Tsubasa Sushi What are you feeling at this point about walking away from a career in animation and focusing on being a sushi chef?
1: I didn't walk away because I think now in Tsubasa, I try to combine arts with sushi. We try to using like different kind of, they also with different color. Whatever I'm doing right now, I think I'm still doing arts. I think sushi, especially fish, they have different, different kind of color. I just using that color in put on the plates, like become more colorful with other ingredients. You know, like some artists, they don't really think of what I want to do. They just like put the painting on, on the paper, just like, like this, like different color. I think I doing something like this,
0: so you're not like premeditating. Yeah. How did you end up then coming to Tsubasa and becoming the head chef here after having trained under Kensan and learning about sushi from the non-smiling Japanese chefs in <laughs> Los Angeles? What what ended up bringing you here?
1: Half years ago, the owner of the One Sushi before Subasa so Eileen asked me to come here to do Omakase style. So I was like. Yes I want to see how far I can go after I learn from Kansan. especially I have kitchen skill. yeah I can control everything, so I want to try yeah that's why I'm here.
0: So how did you feel once you started? Doing At this?
1: first was pretty tough because other other people, other co-workers they didn't know what I want because we are not focusing on fancy role we're focusing on um, fish different kind of fish also taste so let's say if there's like three different kind of sushi plates in Hayes Valley so the other two already have like so many different kind of fancy roll and they, ha- they also have good fish but how, how customer gonna pick which one you want to go eat in Subasa, we try to focus on taste and fresh fish so we actually we're using different way to marinate different fish fish they have they have taste they taste really good especially some people maybe they hate white fish they hate mackerel but here yeah, i make people change their mind i think i focus on that too right now yeah so at first we have four egg 12 option of omakase and the guinea so at first Everyone order maybe four or maybe two pieces. Yeah. So after they try they wanna order more. So half years after, people now they order twelve pieces. So they just dive right in now that yeah. they know how it tastes. That's great. Yeah, it's really happy.
0: So what's been the most uh challenging thing about your job here?
1: Some people in their mind still thinking sushi is about raw, So um the really hard way is we want people to have really, really good fish. I don't want them to just, like, especially they will make their own soy sauce. How they make? They make soy sauce with their wasabi. They mix together. But in Subasa we already like put the soy sauce on the top of the fish. So they don't have to do anything. Just put that put in their mouth. Right. Yeah.
0: Everything's so already seasoned for mm, them. Yes. So why, uh, just a. Dumb question. Why is there su- uh, soy sauce on the tables then? That
1: is for the sushi roll because sushi roll I cannot I cannot put the s- sauce. So yeah.
0: if you order sashimi,
1: sashimi we also have our own sashimi soy sauce.
0: Right. Yeah. So any sashimi or nigiri pieces um, we shouldn't be seasoning them further. You've already seasoned them for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we learned that with um, chef Tim Archuleta. Mm. From sushi, he taught us that you're actually mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. supposed to <laughs> eat yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <that>, so yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a roll. Now we know. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So what's been the most what's been the most rewarding thing about having opened Tsubasa and now having your own restaurant?
1: Like I said, from two pieces Omakase, my choice now become twelve pieces. I think I think really happy, really really happy people will trust me. Cause yeah, I I think as a chef. Chef not just cook the food and then just give it to the customer. I think, I think also with like artists, I think you, you make something you want people to enjoy, right? So chef and artists bring the your best choice, best drawing, best, best food to your customer. Let them enjoy. Now I can tell they're really happy. Everyone stand up, they will say thank you
0: that's great well thank you so much for joining us today it was a real pleasure thank you in the next few episodes of menu stories we'll tour drake's brewing company a tiny asian inspired restaurant called cassava and we get to visit san francisco's annual food party eat drink sf where we say hello to some of our past guests stay tuned subscribe to menu stories on MenuStories.com so you can get the next episode delivered to your inbox You can listen on our website, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. We're at menu stories, except on Twitter at menu underscore stories. Special thanks to Siska Marcus, who edited this episode, and Patrick Wong, creator of menu stories videos. I'm your host, Rebecca Goberstein, and until next time, happy eating.